0: Welcome back to Anchor Moms, the podcast. We are launching a brand new season, and we wanted to start the season off with a big name <laughs> with a bang. Woohoo! Yeah, happy New Year, guys. It's um, great to see your, your faces. Um, so we are talking to Sunny Abata today. Um, she is a former newscaster. She used to work in Pittsburgh for a long time, um, and then she ended up as the main evening anchor at the Fox affiliate in Orlando. And then about four years ago, um, she'll talk about this in our interview, but about four years ago, um, she quit. She has three kids and launched a lifestyle blog, a podcast, um, a video blog. And she has a lot to say just about sort of decisions that you make in life and your life choices and how it impacts you. Um, But uh, I think more importantly, I have basically had a um, woman crush on Sunny (laughs) for decades. I first (laughs) met her in my first internship um, in Pittsburgh. She's from Pennsylvania as well. And she's... Only a couple of years older than me, and she was already reporting, and um, she just has been a huge inspiration to me for a very long time. So it's very cool to sort of—it's like my like my youth and my like professional life are fusing here today. Um, and it's fun to sort of talk to her and just see what she's been up to for all of these years, and then just hear what she has to say. Yeah, and she—you know—she's only a few years older than us, but don't you feel like after listening to her, she yes. just has her stuff together. She like, does. She's, like grounded i love the way she looks at life and listen closely as to what was the decision maker in leaving this career
1: that in which she spent more than a decade building yeah it was a surprise to me her reasoning it, it was a little bit of a shocker so it's interesting to hear all right listen in hope you enjoy
0: right, guys, we're just going to jump right into this. And joining us now is Sunny Abada. She's um, a digital host, a a podcaster, a mom of three. And Sunny, just tell us a little bit about your background and just a little bit about yourself.
2: Yeah, so I spent um, 15 years in TV news. So I know you guys know the craziness of that schedule very well. Most recently, I was the main anchor here at the um, Fox affiliate in Orlando for about seven and a half years previous to that. I was at KDK TV, the CBS affiliate in Pittsburgh, which is my hometown. And I also worked uh, kind of part-time through college back at when Fox Sportsnet was still a thing. So I've been doing TV or something like it for, oh gosh, I guess 15 years professionally. And then I've been out of the business for four years now. So kind of on the second leg of this um, chapter like kind of a different version of tv but yeah yeah
0: yeah and just quickly tell us about your family and your kids like where you are with all of
2: that yeah so I have a six-year-old oh my god I'm like dating myself I have an (laughs) eight-year-old almost son actually he's going to be eight in about a week and a half so Samuel um Francesca our first daughter is six and Cecilia is our little one, and she's three, and she's in the room, so you might hear her in a couple.
0: Of days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we every single one of us has been there, so so no worries. Um, tell us, so okay, so you just you just sort of launched a new podcast, right? Can you tell us a little bit about
2: it? Yeah, so the podcast was up. Oh gosh, I think it's been two, over two years. I always forget. I feel I should know this. It, it, it'll be two and a half years that it's been in existence, but I rebranded it. This past September, during the middle of quarantine, it used to be called 30 something. And I like enjoyed that kind of title and that like definition of content for a while, but I'm 39 now and I'm aging out of my own title. And also, I wanted to include things that weren't just, you know, specific to that point in time. So now the show is and has been since September of this past year. We got to talk which is not only the name of the podcast, but also sort of the mantra that I live by. I love really digging into things and um, having meaningful conversations across a wide range of topics. And yeah, so it's been under that rebrand now for a few months and it's been really fun to kind of evolve the content of the show with the name change.
0: I love your podcast. I was just listening to it this morning while I was putting my makeup on before we went on the show, the recap of 2020. And you've had some really awesome guests in the past year. Um, And, you know, we actually connected with you uh, about a year and a half ago before we started this podcast, um, because we kind of connected with you on a couple different levels. A, you're a mom, but also you were in the news business and you kind of get it. Um, And it's not something you really get unless you've done it. Um, Can you talk a little bit more about, um, you know, your your time in news and, and your love for it? and why you decided to kind of switch things up and go
2: the podcast route? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Love for it. That stands firm, even though I'm still like not in the business as I was. Um, I really enjoyed, and I'm sure you guys enjoy this too, the entire, um, the the cathartic process of storytelling and the connection you get from sharing good information and being in news where you're sharing at times vital information about weather events or news events or something. It really, um, started in me just a passion for connecting people with information that they could actually use or feel moved by or feel inspired by so um i i loved that part of tv news and like you also know i did not love the schedule um i was working nights i worked mornings for a while so i know you guys are familiar with the early start i was up at 3 30 and home by 1 p.m and would nap and it was just a whole weird schedule and then as I became a mom I was on the nighttime shift which for people who aren't familiar with the business usually is like a 2 p.m to midnight kind of deal so as I started as I got married and started our family I was doing a dinner break instead of a lunch break and I would come home and um, nurse the baby and get him to sleep and clean up what was left of dinner and go back at 9 p.m for the 10 o'clock show so um that was the only difficult part about news that I just couldn't find a way to reconcile with my family schedule, especially as my kids got a little older, it became more difficult. Um, and so it's been four years since I left, but I tr- have a true, true passion for connecting people with good information. And what I love about technology today is that it, it does allow us to like, I mean, I DM people, these amazing intelligent experts and authors and Um, you know other people that are in the public eye and get them on my show just through Instagram so I'm really loving utilizing the technology that's here now to sort of continue doing the same thing I was doing there but use putting it out on a different platform through the um, you know the talk show which is like the video part of it on Facebook and the podcast so it's been really fun I mean it's exhilarating but it's also scary at times you know
1: so I I love following you on Instagram. I, I love the content that you put out there. And I also love like your graphics. Can you talk a little bit about like, you kind of mentioned it, but just how, like how big of a thing it is to do what you do and have all of these posts and feel like you have to be keeping up with it and doing the stories and the posts and the, all of it. It's kind of a lot. A lot. I mean, the
2: whole branding process. So when you start a, you know a blog or a company, whatever it is that you're starting to sort of try to get eyes on you have to have a look or a logo or a you know an overall branding sort of feel and vibe so i worked really really hard with a really talented um designer here though she's she's younger and she does some of my web stuff and my logo and branding, and we really worked hard to nail down like the colors and what it should look like. I'm trying so hard to stick with it on Instagram. It is such a struggle for me, guys. I always say, I'm like, I'm not a visual person. They're like, just stick with the color scheme, Sunny. <laughs> like, i can like, write captions for days, but I really needed help in bringing the vibe of We Gotta Talk to Life, and de- it really is deliberate. I'm sure you guys understand this too from social media and working at the station. like. You, you want your the visual element of your um, show or whatever it is online to tell a story and to give a vibe. So I worked so hard. I'm glad it's working because <laughs> it works so much. I'm like, I, I am so awful at visual things. So I have to like-
1: Well, you can't <laughs> tell. No, you <it> would <laughs> never know awesome.
2: that. Thank God for Canva. I'm like, I just like open my little template up and I drop it a picture in and I stick with my five colors. And anytime I don't, she calls me and she's like, Take it down. It is not going to work. So I'm working on it. I'm like a word nerd. I'm not like good at visual things, but I'm working on it.
0: So Sunny, we have six kids between the three of us. And if you've ever listened to our podcast, you know, we spend a lot of time talking about the difficulties of motherhood, but especially being a working mom and especially in this business. And I'm just, I'm just honestly fascinated by your story. And I just would love to know, what it was that made you, I mean, I don't want to say give up this amazing career that you had. I mean, obviously you have a a new career, but it's, it's hard to look beyond the newsroom, right? Like this is what you wanted to do your entire life. You kind of made it, you know, to the top, you were the main evening anchor. Um, is it is it ever bittersweet or are you thrilled with your decision? I mean, what, what is it like now on the on the other side of things?
2: Yeah. <laughs> we, we <laughs> that's don't know what we that's really like. want it
0: now. Yeah.
2: <laughs> What's it like out there? <laughs> I I love it. Like the dirty little secret is I had the job that I always wanted or that a lot of people want, and it was still just it was still a job. I don't want to sound ungrateful. That sounds so horrible. Um Here's what I will say, and this people will relate to this whether or not they're in the TV news field. We work toward milestones in our lives, and we say, when I get to the point where I'm healthier, I'm going to be happy. When I finally get pregnant and have my first child, I'm going to be happy. When I get the promotion, the secret of all of this is that there is happiness. Is It's not a destination. You reach these points sometimes, and you realize, I've evolved beyond the person that I was when I wanted that. And I'm grateful for it and I'm grateful for the experience, but I'm very candid about this. The TV news business was awful on my marriage. It was awful on my friendships. Those two things were my big wake up call. Um, I would like, I was doing okay as being a mom, you know, my kids were youngish. My son was, uh, I don't know, four. So he was out of the baby stage. My daughter was two and we were unexpectedly pregnant, but I had quit before I got pregnant anyway. But, um, What people don't talk about sometimes in that business is the havoc it can wreak on relationships. I had no friends because I wasn't meeting up with anybody for happy hours and I wasn't on the same schedule as anyone else. I mean, I had my news friends, but they were working with me. You know, it's not, um, so the lack of a-
1: Those don't count, right,
2: girls? (laughs) Well, (laughs) exactly. Uh, You know, it's midnight, like no one's ready to rally with you to like go out for drinks. Yeah you know, 22. Um, so, and I never saw my husband. And I just really got to a point where it um, it just really smacked me in the face. I was like, I'm not happy not seeing people beyond this. And I always have to acknowledge this, that I was fortunate where my husband had a job that I could pull back for a while. I understand that's not the case all the time. <clears throat> when people say like, how do I make a big decision? Or how do you decide to walk away? Or how do you know when it's time for your next so, whether you're in TV or not? You always know, if you sit quiet and still, no TV, no phone, no light, just sit, this sounds so stupid, but just sit with yourself for long enough, everything you already know will rise to the top. So whether it's a big decision about a relationship or a friendship, we we know, and I just knew for a long time, probably about a year and a half to two years before I left, that it was bad for my health it was i was having anxiety to the point because i was awake and my my rhythms were all off where i was in the emergency room with chest pains i mean wow it was, wow you know it wasn't it was never work the work was a true pleasure like i got to work and i felt like a key in a lock like i was meant that was my job like i felt so fit with it and then when it, that feeling started to be permeated by like all these challenges i knew that i had to like make a decision and it was my health and my relationships or it was my job and that was my personal experience i know that's not the case for everyone but um i do like to bang the drum that if you're a woman especially if you're a mom you cannot have it all at once so just don't expect yourself don't hold yourself to that standard something will fail as something else as you gain something and then as you move forward the thing that used to be lacking might come to the surface it's but it'll never be all great all at once So, I mean, for me, that was, that was a big part in the decision-making process is getting in tune with where I honestly was and it could have been better. So I was like, well, it's time to change it up.
0: So do you look back now? I mean, do you ever like tune into like the five o'clock news or like the 10 o'clock news? And are you like, oh man, I miss it. Or like, where do you stand right now? And do you ever have any moments where you think, oh man, I, you know, I could be doing something different. Talk a little bit about that.
2: I just, you know, the only time I have that is when I look at friends in New York, which I was like hell bent on going to, and I really, I mean, not to like crap on my husband and kids, but if I didn't have, (laughs) I would have ended up somehow in New York. I'm not saying I'm so great, but I would have moved there if I had to, to take work there. So I have, I remember when I went on a recent trip to New York City, having a real pang of like, oh, I could have. I could have really worked toward this goal. Um, But it really still wasn't outweighed by, uh, there was no regret, if that makes sense. It was an acknowledging of a, just a different path. And I know that if I did do that, I would probably lack a lot of the things that I currently have. So um, I, you know, I, I joke that my favorite thing to do is live tweet press conferences still, like even, or debate. <laughs> still sit there and he's like, you're not in news anymore. I'm like, but it's, all these one-liners from these candidates are so good. He's like, you're a nerd. But um, <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. I genuinely love it. So I still kind of like participate in weird ways like that. But I think I'm where I'm supposed to be for sure.
1: So I have a question. Our kids, um, I guess I have the oldest at five and then they go down to two um, between the the three of us. Um, And we're all still um, pretty um, in the weeds, I would say. And so since your kids are older, when when do we get to have a break? Like when is this craziness (laughs) going to be over? At what age do we get to like breathe?
2: I don't know. I'm still not breathing and I hate to be Ah, uh, there. It it evolves, right? So things that worry me now are less, you know, if the baby's hitting milestones and more what's happening at school and if someone said something that made them upset. Um, So someone told me this a while ago and it's it's bearing out to be true. It's just like their problems grow with them. So um, while I may not have as much running around per se with my eight-year-old as I used to when he was a baby, now he's you know, coming home, and he has his own little web of friendships and things happening at school and on his sports teams that he tells me about, and um, they're different. Like, you know, it's more mental, emotional kind of work, if that makes sense, but you guys are in it, so I feel for you. That's a hard, <laughs> hard job. So hard. They're like, bodies all the time. My three-year-old's still like, I would say she would crawl back in if she could. She's like, yeah. okay. like oh just my-. like on you. You're used, to, you know. It's a very physical thing in the early years.
0: Anchor Moms is brought to you by Wilderness at the Smokies, the Smokies' largest water park resort. Get out of the house and into the wilderness. I have a question. How has the pandemic helped or hurt your business?
2: You know, it. It's. I guess if I had to pick one, it certainly helped digital trends in general. Right. People are more apt to sit down and watch. Video, like I do the video, sort of part of my podcast, and I think more people are sitting on their computers watching it, so in some ways that's helpful. Um, I don't know if that will continue, like as we finally get to break out, if people will still be as tied into their electronics, but I think it's shown us that we can connect in untraditional ways and still feel very fulfilled, you know, like a Zoom. Yeah, it's it can go either way, but that we can still get information we need without necessarily having to be face-to-face, which I think is good.
0: Did we mention the name of your podcast? It's We Gotta Talk. Did we, did we say that? I think
2: so. Yeah. But we'll say- Okay. It.
0: And, and so just tell us a little <laughs> bit about, just tell us a little bit about, um, like what, you know, what are you, I know you, you talk about, I know you have like beauty tips and I know you're talking about like healthy relationships. Just give us like a little bit of like a synopsis of what folks can expect if they decide to, to listen. They
2: can I would say it's real talk on big topics. So, I mean, it's not, um, I'll just give you examples. There's a lot of health topics. We talked about uh, preventing cancer and this one woman who is a breast cancer surgeon. And this has very strong beliefs on, yes, you can, in fact, prevent things and it's proactive. Isn't good enough. It's preventive. We talked about that. We talked about infidelity, um, and love coach's take on why it happens and how to, you know, deal with it. If it does, we talked about female friendships and why they're wonderful and hard. Um, this upcoming year, we ha- we're um, talking with a breathwork expert on how the um, you know like mind body connection works and quick ways to sort of breathe yourself back into calm. We're talking with a woman on minimizing your closet, like the idea of minim- oh. so I'm excited about that. And she's like um, going to help us with making a capsule wardrobe. I mean, this year for me, interesting. oh. Yes, I'm like in this big minimal phase. Who knows <laughs> if it'll last? But um, a lot of the content this year, you know, is kind of focusing on simplifying some of the stuff around us so that we can feel calmer. Mm-hmm. So it's that kind of stuff. We actually have an episode. This is kind of out there coming up with um, the hosts of the Swingers podcast because it fascinates me um these people who live like a very open out there relationship i mean it's, uh, it's these crazy uncomfortable topics but stuff that's happening you know um so it's great and we also talk about mother and stuff and i mean it's just a wide range but it's just a very deep dive kind of issues based podcast
1: so one of the and- things i love about following you sunny um is like your i feel like you're very real um and very relatable You know, you're talking about these big topics and diving in. Can you talk about how you kind of balance that, like, including your kids, but, you know, you never want to do too much, like, just that kind of struggle of, like, this is all on social media, this is for everyone to see, how do you make it real and true and personal without you know, sharing too much? Yeah, gosh, that's a great question. And I,
2: I think about that a lot with kids. I think this is the first time I've ever actually said my kids' names is on your podcast. I generally, and this isn't a hard and fast rule, I try to share as few pictures of them like face-on as possible. They're They're on my feed here and there, and I'm so proud of them. So it's really hard to not share. I know you guys understand that, but there is a very real uh, worried that I have especially having worked in news and knowing the craziness is out there about I'm always renegotiating that line in my head so the rule of thumb is if there's any doubt I don't share it I just shared on my feed recently too something about which this past year was really hard for us personally my, my mom and has Parkinson's disease and this is something that I didn't speak about for years and years and years because I needed to ask her and get her permission to share. Her story. I'm very weird about like, this is your story. I never wanna get online and be like, this is my crazy kid, this is my organized kid. I don't wanna tell anyone's story for them. So it's a weird line because I do wanna share little bits and pieces, but I also don't wanna to tell too, too much about them, because that's their decision, right? Like how they show up in the world. So I'm always kind of coming back to this question, which is, Will I regret this if they see this at, you know, age 10? And can I tell this story without showing their faces or sharing a personal detail? Um, I don't think we've seen the effects of social media on young minds yet, right? Especially um, young people who aren't the ones on it. Like we are kind of speaking for them. So I try to like, just keep that in the back of my mind. It doesn't mean that I never share anything. It just means that I'm always kind of thinking about it. So I don't know. I know it's different for everyone. And I understand that not everyone agrees with that, but I'm trying to really be aware of that. And and that's why the brand is really outward focused. You know, it's me, but a sprinkle of me with a bunch of other stuff because I don't want to talk about myself too much because it gets boring. You know, I want to <laughs> have kind of a mix of actual expert thoughts and all that stuff too. So. Well,
0: we like to hear about you. It's interesting to us. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I share as much as I can, you know. The stuff about me I don't mind sharing, but yeah. What do you guys think about that with the kids? Do you have a rule yourselves or am I like the only weirdo that's overthinking this?
0: No, no. We I talk think about we it all a lot. think about it all mm-hmm. the time. Um, I share pictures of River, my daughter, pretty pretty routinely. Um, mostly because and you'll understand this, Sunny. Um, we get ranked every week on our social, like how many hits we have on social media. And I hate to say it, like personal stuff does way better than sharing new stuff. So mm-hmm. I feel I'm gonna move pressure. this picture. Yeah. About, sorry. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I um I mean, I think we all feel pressure to share personal stuff, which obviously includes our family and our kids. So I don't know. We talk about all the time, like, where is the line? In fact, we just recorded an episode before we got on with you. And I was like, it was like saying that in 2021, one of the things that is, one of the, the parenting things that is going out is um,
2: sharing pictures of your kids. And I was like, well, crap, my life's over. Isn't it crazy? Because we had a similar metric when the past couple of years I was at the station and the stuff that people would tweet out or share, like, burged on inappropriate attempts. And I'm like, I could also show up yeah. But would I you really yes. like that in 10 years? I don't know. I mean, look, yeah. I get their own metrics. It's the same thing. You have to find your level of comfort. But I, I think it's smart to always have that in the back of your mind, for sure. Because mm-hmm. when we are sharing other people's images, even some of their thoughts and quick things that they've said, we are kind of putting a little bit of them out into the universe. So it's mm-hmm. something, but it is frustrating because I w- I put up like for the first time in, uh, I don't even know how long I put up a little reel of my daughter mispronouncing, um, Jingle Bells. <laughs> it was like the oh like the, it just blew up. And I'm like, I really work on this other content. I put a video. <laughs> yeah. Video, like, wh- why do I even try this? Like totally blew everything out of the water. But I don't know. It's, it's weird.
0: Um, before we let you go, I, I. I think Katie has failed to say that she, she, (laughs) by the way, she is, uh, she has been like a super fan of yours for like, I don't know, for like a decade. Um, just has to out Katie right now. (laughs) Um,
2: I love what you're doing too. And I know we have a shared history. So I, yes,
0: yeah. Well, I was just repeating they know this story already um but I was just sharing that you and I are about the same age if you said you're 39 I'm how old am I I'm 37 37 yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm 37 and so I was a senior in college and interning at KDKA when you were like I guess a junior reporter I mean and it was just really fun to see somebody who was I don't know around my age like kind of living the dream so you know you were in addition to being like beautiful you were like very smart and very kind and I I don't know. It just made an impression on me. So I've been like following you on social media ever since. That's very sad. And Maybe stalking you is what you got. Is that what, <laughs> I know, yeah, I, what you're I like, doing? i maybe stalking you. you going to show that, that tattoo obsessed. that you got? The oh, tattoo that's it. like on your
2: back. <laughs> yeah. I'm totally okay with you stalking <laughs> <laughs> Compared to some of the other strange things that I've gotten on my work, voicemails, I'm most grateful for someone oh. normal
1: right 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 well and it's nice for us to kind of see someone who like we talked about earlier is kind of on the other side right I mean we devote so much of our lives to tv news and that's something that we've all been in this career for a long time and um so it's neat to kind of see what you can do after (laughs) yeah
2: you can um so many friends in news have said like i I don't know what I would do. I'm like, do you understand how much the world values the skill set, connection, storytelling, fact gathering? I mean, the internet is based around people sharing stories. So, yeah. I mean- just call me if you guys ever get out. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> our boss, our boss is like cringing right now. He's like, Great. He's like like oh, all three no. of you are gonna be like, okay, we're gonna become <laughs> sunny and leave WLOS.
2: All I'm saying, guys, is there's a break in your ahead with my company that I'm about to start.
1: <laughs>
2: you know, not, even if you stay in it, we should keep in touch because um I think the world needs like some great level headed storytellers, fact sharers. I mean, there's just so much you can do with that career. So very cool.
0: Sunny, just really quick, tell folks where they can find you um, if they're interested.
2: Yeah. So um, I'm on Instagram at Sunny Abada, S-O-N-N-I-A-B-D-A-T-T-A. My show is called We Gotta Talk with Sunny and the podcast comes out every Thursday morning. If video is more your thing, um, I have usually a little more of a fancy setup, but it's like a digital talk show. And that part of it is actually Wednesday mornings, 10 Eastern. And we just take the audio from the TV or yeah, from the sort of Talk show portion of it, and that's what comes out Thursday with some extra bits that have been added in. And We got a talk.com is the blog, so anything that I talk about, I'm actually really that's like the unsung hero in all of this is like the blog. I take all of these interviews I do with these amazing people and I put them into super easily read articles and easily shared articles, so we have tips on. Marie Kondo, Kanmari in your closet up today. We have beauty stuff. I mean, the blog is literally a um, text version of the podcast. So you're gonna get the same goodness there. All right, so, cool. Thanks, Sunny. Well, thank for you so to much for chatting with us for having me. You are all delightful. I have also listened to your podcast and I enjoy your chemistry. And I love how you guys just bring a realness to motherhood. So keep doing what you're doing. Good
0: stuff. Thank you. Right back at you.
2: Thanks, ladies, bye, bye, bye. Thanks,
1: Sunny. All right, thank you again so much to Sunny. So much great information that she was able to share, and I just feel like I love her perspective, right? And she's just one of those people that I feel like you would get along really well with. You just want to be friends with her, right? Oh,
0: yeah, I I know we're friends. Like, are we friends? F- I thought we. Were oh, friends. now we are. Okay, good. Yeah, we're just assuming that we're gonna like start texting, like doing Zoom parties together. Yeah. Like, Hot virtual cocktail hours with Sunny. She's our new BFF. Guys, I've basically been waiting since I was 21 years old to like, have a relationship with Sunny Abada. So if you're telling me that that's not happening, I'm
1: going to be crushed. Yeah, it's happening. Don't worry. And stay tuned. We've got lots more exciting things coming up this season. Lots more um, big topics we're going to cover. And we're excited to be back together again. Woohoo! And don't
0: forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Anchor Mom. Have a great one. Bye, guys. Bye.
1: Ankle Moms, podcast.
2: Thanks for listening.